Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Christian Chick. My name is Amanda and I'm your host. I am so glad to be back. I took a little bit of time off, but I am back like I never left. I hope you guys are all keeping safe. I hope you guys are all, you know, well, emotionally, mentally. I hope you're staying prayed up. I hope you're embracing life. I hope you're healthy, of course. Um, I missed you guys. Like, what's up? It's been a whole month and I really missed you guys. So we took about, you know, four weeks off. It was kind of like a random thing. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't planned. But I was just really at a point where I was like, I kind of feel like I need to, you know, balance myself. And this is just with, you know, a personal life. And there really wasn't any way that I could do that. So that's why I just wanted to take some time off. I'm a huge advocate for like, you know, staying on top of your mental health, making sure that you're well, not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally. So that's like the main reason behind it. The second reason is actually the topic of today's episode, and it's about distraction. I'm talking about distraction. Before I actually get into that, I want to let you guys know that after this episode, we have two more episodes left for season three. Then we'll go on another break and we'll be back with season four. When it comes to season four, it's going to be a whole different approach. I'm sure you guys are going to love it. But I'm so excited for season four. I think it's going to be the best season yet. But then again, I don't know. I'm biased. But we'll see. So again, today I'm talking about distraction. You guys know I took that little break. I was just finding myself so easily distracted. It's like I would want to do something. I'd have my mind set on doing something. Then boom, next thing you know, I'm doing something completely different not finishing tasks that I put out for myself, just like on Instagram or just doing random things that really have no benefit. And I had to like kind of check myself like, you know what, girl, you really ain't really, you're not doing much. You're not using your time wisely. And I get it. We're not robots. We don't need to always be producing. I'm not of that mindset that you constantly have to be doing something. I do believe it's great to rest, to breathe, to relax. But that does not mean that we can just let life go by without truly accomplishing anything, at least the purpose, right? Because everyone has a purpose. We already talked about that. So we at least need to work towards that. And I'm not going to lie, I found that I was watching myself slowly, you know, just kind of fall into a a trend or a habit that wasn't healthy. Like even in the morning while I'm trying to, you know, do my little devotional a notification comes in. Before you know it, I'm like trying to rush through it so I could go on Instagram or, you know, just a text message comes in or just something. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, at the beginning of a quarantine, I was super productive. I'm like, oh, you know, I have all this extra time. I finished the book. I did this. I started working on business plan. I started doing all this stuff. But I'm not going to lie, towards the middle and even till now, I was just kind of like, I'm not I'm not really in the mood to do anything. I'm not really in the mood to actually work on anything. I'm barely doing my job. I'm just getting my work done and I don't want to do anything other than that. To top it off with that, I'd be on Instagram feeling some type of way cuz I'm just seeing all this depressing content constantly, but yeah, I wouldn't be able to leave it. It's like I'm on Instagram, I'm feeling anxiety, but yet 
I can't get off. So I was like, you know what, Amanda, I got to get it together. And before September came, I was praying about some things and I kind of slacked off and those things kind of like came back up. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this time off, get myself together, begin praying about those things, praying and fasting about them. And hopefully that will give me some sort of reboot and reset. So I did that. I'm not going to lie. It was amazing. It still is amazing. I'm definitely not going to be back on social media like I was before, um, at least not on my personal page, but it was really good. And I would always encourage all of us to take some time off to reset. While I was doing that reset, I was just realizing how a lot of us struggle with this. I'm sure it's not just me. Um, we struggle with staying focused. We struggle with being easily distracted. In the day and age that we live in right now, it's very easy to be distracted. You know, we see things all the time. We're constantly seeing content. Sometimes it's content overload. And it's hard to truly balance what we should be doing versus what other people are doing and what we just feel like we want to do. The first thing I had to do was kind of just ask God to help me remember what what assignment did you have for me? Like, what am I actually supposed to be doing right now? Because it's so easy, like I said, to see someone else doing something and feel like, oh, I could do that too, or I should do that too. But you may have no business being there. During one of my devotionals, I was reading on the story in Nehemiah, and his story is so interesting. I would encourage you guys to, you know, read on his book. He's in the Old Testament. But before you read the book of Nehemiah, I would also encourage you to read the book of Ezra, which is before his. I'm going to give you, I'm not going to go into detail. This isn't like a Bible study or anything like that. But what Nehemiah was doing is he was a cupbearer for the king and he found out, so we all know Israel, you know, the nation of Israel had gone through so much. He found out that the walls of Jerusalem were still, were not built yet. Like they were still torn down. And he felt such a burden that he wanted to, you know, help with rebuilding the walls there. And Ezra, like I was saying before, had just rebuilt the temple. And the importance of rebuilding the walls are to keep away, you know, intruders, anyone that wants to do the people any harm, any gangs, any wild animals. Because realistically, if the temple is rebuilt, that's perfectly fine. But if anyone can just come into the city and harm the people of, of the city, there's still a huge chunk missing. So that was his assignment. But what I learned from him specifically was how serious he took that assignment. He was not joking around. Um, there were a lot of people that were actually out to get him to prevent him from building the wall because, of course, it's going to be very beneficial to the nation of Israel if the walls are rebuilt. Again, y'all need to go read it because it'll just make more sense. Right now, I'm paraphrasing like crazy. I know I'd be paraphrasing. I'm going to read a snippet of Nehemiah chapter 6 because... For me, this is what really brought it home for me. So at this point, Nehemiah, he's back in Jerusalem and they're in the process of rebuilding the wall, right? Nehemiah chapter six, verse one. It says, Sanballat, Tobiah, Jessim, the Arab, and the rest of our enemies found out that I had finished rebuilding the wall and that no gaps remained, though we had not yet set up the doors and the gates. So Sanballat and Geshem sent a message asking me to meet them at one of the villages in the plain of Anno. So that message that they sent in modern day, that would be a Instagram notification or an email or something that could be distracting. He goes, but I realized they were plotting to harm me. So I replied by sending this message to them. 
And this is the message that really like puts me in check. He goes, I am engaged in a great work, so I can't come. Why should I stop working to come and meet with you? For me, when I was reading this, I was like, wow. First of all, Nehemiah had enough discernment to know that they were his enemies, right? Some of us, any and everyone that comes our way, we're ready to open up to them with open arms. We're ready to accept any invitation. We're ready to go. We're ready to drop what we're doing. We're ready to do all all sorts of things that we have no business doing. But I love the fact that he had enough discernment to know like these people are not for me. They are against what I'm doing. They are against my assignment, right? Which this assignment is going to, in the long run, rebuild the nation of Israel. They're against that. So I'm not coming. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'm not coming. He goes, I'm engaged in a great work. A lot of us are engaged in great works, but yet we are very distracted when anything comes our way and no one is going to we can only hold ourselves accountable we're the only ones that know what god has assigned us to do you know how powerful your assignment is it's not up to anyone else to uphold that assignment but you right so i'll keep going he goes four times they sent the same message and each time i gave the same reply they were persistent when your assignment is great the enemy is going to just try and distract you It's not just going to be a one-time thing. You have to think about it. What he's doing and what most of us are doing is going to change the course of generations to come for the better. So the enemy is not going to let you easily just be able to complete it, right? If what you're doing is going to save, save the lives of a family and all their generations to come, then why would the enemy just sit back and try to let you do it? Of course, he's going to try and send distractions. Of course, he's going to try and throw things your way. It says four times they try to do it. Some of us, after the first time, maybe we're a little bit strong. After the second time, it's like, no, no way. After the third time, it's like, all right, I guess I'll go. Or, all right, I guess I'll stop doing this or I'll stop doing what God asked me to do just because we see a little bit of, you know, glitz and glam somewhere else. Then it goes, the fifth time, Sanballat's servant came with an open letter in his hand. And this is what it said. There is a rumor among the surrounding nations, and Geshem tells me it is true that you and the Jews are planning to rebel, and this is why you are building the wall. According to his reports, you plan to be their king. He also reports that you have appointed prophets in Jerusalem to proclaim about you. Look, there is a king in Judah. You can be very sure that this report will get back to the king, so I suggest that you come and talk it over with me. So now they're trying to set him up, basically. Like, they're trying to accuse him of something that's not even happening. This is not an uncommon thing. Like, this is something that could actually happen in today's world, in this day and age. You know, people that are innocent being accused of things that they haven't done just to make them look bad or just to discredit what they're doing. So this is um, Nehemiah replying. He goes, I replied, there is no truth in any part of your story. You are making the whole thing up, you know, like straight up, like you're making it up by wasting your time. I think what I like about what he's saying to them is he's not panicking. Some of us are so busy trying to like prove ourselves or trying to prove that we're innocent. Like, let God fight for you. You don't have to waste your time trying to prove to other people that, you know, you're doing the right thing. You don't have to waste your time. Like, stop wasting your time. Stop being so easily distracted. Imagine all the time you're always trying to, you know, prove that you're innocent when you can be complete in the assignment. So then he goes on to say, this is verse nine. He goes, they were just trying to intimidate us, imagining that they could discourage us and stop the work. So I continued the work with even greater determination. 
like this is really my guy like with even greater determination because now he knows now he knows that you know what for all these people to be trying to set me up or trying to distract me or trying to stop me from doing the work it must be worth it it must be worth something huge so now i'm gonna go even harder instead of letting your enemy stop you from doing what you're doing let them encourage you it's like since you guys are so pressed about what i'm doing i'm going to do it even better now and then the story goes on. I would encourage you guys to read it, like I said. But that's like the main thing that I really wanted to highlight. Just the fact that Nehemiah is a man. He knows the importance of rebuilding the walls in the city. He knows the effect that it will have in the long run, not just for his generation, but for the generations to come, you know? And I just think it's so important that we just stay, we stay determined, we stay focused, of course, you guys know that when I'm speaking, I'm speaking from experience. This is confessions of a Christian chick. Like, I myself have been struggling with being distracted. I'm at the point in my life now that, you know, once I feel that uneasiness, I try to get myself back quick. Whatever I have to do to get it back, I'm going to try and do it. I, I keep praying, just asking God, let me be assignment focused. Like, I want to constantly be thinking of the plan and the purpose that you have for me that I won't even allow these little things to come and take away my attention. That's all I can do. You know, that's all any of us can do. It's really up to us. Like I said, people around us can encourage us as much as they want. You know, they can try and motivate us. But really, it's up to you, each and every one of us individually. Even now, you can listen to this episode and turn it off and be like, well, that was good, but hey, you know, I can't force you. No one can force you. You have to do it on your own. But the one thing I will say is don't think that you're going to not meet any opposition. When you're doing something that's a generation changer, you know, you're going to meet with opposition. Things are going to come up that may be an inconvenience, but that's not a reason to give up. That's not a reason to stop. You know, James 1, 2 verses 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Our life, we were never guaranteed, you know, a life with no troubles or nothing that's going to come up. That's, we live on earth, right? So it's bound to happen. But... You know, I want us to stay focused. That's the main thing, especially at a time like this in this world that we're living in. We as believers have to remain focused because really it's on us, right? It's on us to be praying for the world right now. It's on us to be spreading the word of God. It's literally on us. And you can't let, you know, the things that are coming up or the things that you may have in your personal life deter you from that or distract you from that. You know, you have to stay hip to, to everything. Like, don't just, you know, just think like, oh, what you're doing isn't important. It's important. Even if you impact the life of one person, literally, if it's just one person, you have done something because that's one more soul that's going to be saved for eternity. So don't think you have to have a huge platform. Don't think you have to be traveling around the world. And for the people that are doing that, that is amazing, you know? But I want to be realistic. Not all of us are going to be able to do that. Like, I'm not traveling around the world spreading the word of God, but I'm going to start in my community at least or with this podcast, right? So I just want us to stay focused. I, I want to encourage us. I'm so glad to be back. Um, Y'all know I'm about to wrap it up because 
if you know by now. When it's just me, it's a quick one. But on a serious note, I really wanted to encourage every one of you, if you need to take a break, take a break. Regroup yourself, you know, gather your thoughts, get back into your word. And if you've already been in your word, shout out to you. (laughs) Hit me up to let me know how you can stay focused while you manage everything, you know, like, you know, we're all here to support one another and, and be here for one another. I'm so happy to be back. I cannot wait until you know, the next episode and to be back on Instagram. So of course, you guys know that you can always follow Confessions of a Christian Chick on Instagram, send an email to confessionsofachristianchick at gmail.com or just visit confessionsofachristianchick.com. So I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.